it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska Baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Now, Vegas insider, senior handicapper, and fan of the cold Budweiser bottles, Brian Edwards. It's got to be touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Brian Edwards. I don't really love it. Brian Edwards. Were they using the cream cheese to butter the bagel? Brian Edwards. I'm going with the cowgirl. Here is Brian Edwards. Wrapping up hour number two here on Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. Joining us now on that Warhorse Sportsbook hotline is our guy, Brian Edwards, trying to make us a little bit of money. B, how you doing this morning? Oh, B. We don't have. B, I can't hear you. Are you on mute? What do we have going on here? Are we plugged in? Check in. Check in. Nope. nope can't hear you. We got nothing. Shane, is he muted? What's going on, bud? That one button, Shane, remember the one box that, like, tends to be clicked every now oh, and then? okay. There, there he we is. Go. There he is. You can hear me now? We yep. got gotcha. you. Brian, how you doing this morning? Doing well, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's uh, jump right into it. I know uh, sometimes you're a little hesitant to bet on your Gators, <laughs> but uh, with that big matchup, what is it, the world's largest cocktail party? Is that what they call it? Uh, they have Georgia this week. Uh, what are you feeling there? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Gators plus the 14 and a half. Um, I would say, well, a couple things. Uh, well, Billy Napier's been really good as an underdog 27 times in his head coaching career, 19-7-1 against the spread with 12 outright wins. Now, he's only been a double-digit underdog 10 times and 3-0 and against the spread as, as you know during his tenure at UF, but 8-1-1. One against the spread and 10 times the double-digit underdog and actually 8-0-1 ATS last nine. Its first uh, double-digit uh, dog spot was his only non-cover. And, you know, Georgia just has, other than the second half against South Carolina when they were down 14-3 to at the break and the Kentucky game, I just really don't think, you know, that Georgia has looked overly impressive. They've had a pretty soft schedule, did not look very good against Vanderbilt. Now they're without their best player, Brock Bowers. And I think all that um, just leads to it uh, being a close game. I'll take the 14 and a hook with Florida. B, you mentioned Brock Bowers there. I guess how much do you, uh, you know, when you're evaluating these, how many points do you kind of account for for a tight end, even one as talented as, as Brock Bowers? 
Yeah, yeah, no, I would probably say that Bowers is worth, you know, I'd say at least two points uh, in my mind because, well, you know, uh, Lad McConkey has now gotten healthy uh, and and played. I want to say the last two or three games after he had missed uh, most of the season, so now they have another pretty good, you know, proven weapon. But um, yeah, I mean, Bowers is by far and away their leader in receptions receiving yards etc so i mean i think he's worth a, a solid two points b as we look at the next matchup on the list that you like colorado plus 17 at ucla kind of a a weird spot for the bruins I, i'm still unsure if chip kelly has even named his starting quarterback this week but ucla still in the top 25 they did pick up a win against stanford uh pretty comfortable one at that last week in colorado uh well they know um, all too well what happened in that stanford game uh, a couple of weeks ago but you still are are favoring colorado why is that yeah, I like Colorado plus the 17, and you're right. From everything I read yesterday, Chip Kelly, so he went with Garbers last week. So he's played three quarterbacks now this year. Now more of the five-star freshman who's you know been up and down a lot better at home than on the road. Um, you know, Kelly just – he sounded like he was just not going to name a starter until the end of the week. So, you know, uh, we'll see. Now, UCLA is not as dynamic offensively as they normally are, but they are much better defensively. Uh, but, look, Colorado got a, a, a much-needed reprieve uh, from the schedule, especially after that back-breaking uh, loss. And actually got, you know, 15 days of rest because that was a Friday night game. Um, and they are healthy and – Catch it a, a big number. They're two and one ATS. One outright win as a double digit dog this year. You know, covering against USC and winning outright at TCU. Obviously had the the dud against Oregon. Uh, but I, I think it's a good spot for Colorado catching a big number. And even if they, I don't think they'll get down seventeen. But if they do, you know, we know with Shadur Sanders and, and those receivers that you know they, the backdoor cover could always be in play, like it was against USC. Uh, Brian, let's stick in the Pac-12 here with another matchup and a top 15 matchup at that, Oregon and Utah. Um, I guess, you know, with Utah, they've been really good, a couple of 6-1 and one teams, but it just feels like that offensive situation is kind of always a concern. How are you feeling on this one? Yeah, I, I made it a pick them, and so I, I think we're getting great line value with Utah. Mm. Utah's won 18 home games in a row. Uh, they're 3-1 and one against the spread at home this year. The lone non-cover, they were favored by 27. Um, I know it was USC's defense, but, you know, <laughs> I thought that Bryson Barnes, the quarterback, uh, played pretty good last week. I mean, he had the critical pick six, but that was his only mistake. He had three touchdown passes, a rushing touchdown, 57 rushing yards on 10 attempts, had that 26-yard uh, scramble with 16 seconds left to set up the game-winning field goal. And I just think Utah's better at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And, you know, Oregon's had dynamic offenses, you know, going way back, obviously, to the Chip Kelly uh, era. But in their last three games against Utah, they've scored they scored 20 last year. Uh, they scored seven in the previous meeting and 10 in the previous meeting. So Utah has really held their offense uh, down, and uh, it's also revenge mode for Utah. They lost twenty to seventeen at Oregon uh, last year in a game that, that they, um, you know, I, I thought had a, had a really good, great shot at winning. 
and um, I, I think Utah is going to win outright. I'll have uh, some of the, the money line as well at plus 200. B, uh, this wasn't on um, on your list, but uh, when talking about Oregon, it has me thinking a little bit about Bo Nix and where he sits in the Heisman voting right now. A win for Oregon could really uh, elevate him on the Heisman odds list, and uh, I kind of feel like he, he's still in that sleeper category, even though he, he, he has that one loss uh, to, to Michael Penix, who's also, what, two on the list right now, yeah. Ravi, behind J.J. McCarthy. Uh, do you have any outstanding like Heisman uh, predictions as of right now, or has it been kind of all over the place that you're just staying away? Um, well, I, I think that um, we kind of lost the value with Jaden Daniels, who, who I think, you know, if you took took a week or two ago, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think he was in double figures. I think he was 10 or 12 to 1. Now he's uh, plus 300, at least where I'm looking at FanDuel. Uh, right now, I, you know, I have Carson Beck from preseason. Uh, I got him at 25 to 1 and 30 to 1. Looks like he's 30 to 1 right now. And, and with as wide open as it is, um, I, you know, I haven't even looked at Bart Beck's stats lately, but I mean, you know, Georgia's going to have a lot of showcase mm-hmm. games down the stretch starting with Saturday. And then obviously they're at Tennessee. And then if they, you know, are winning, uh, they'll have the game in Atlanta and they also have a game at home against Ole Miss, which is, uh, you know, so he's got some big games coming up where he can thrust himself into the picture. So I, I feel decent uh, about that ticket from the, back in August or, or even before that. Uh, be your last college play of the weekend. Going a little, uh, going deep cut on me yeah, here. Yeah, off the radar. With the uh, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan. You know, right you can't talk about rivalries without Eastern and Western Michigan. <laughs> uh, Eastern Michigan is is uh, three point dog in that one. How are you feeling? I feel great about Eastern Michigan. They've won four in a row over Western Michigan, including 45 to 23 in Kalamazoo last year. Uh, Eastern Michigan's unbeaten in four home games uh, this year. They've won their last two home games by 14 point margins. They're, they have a great history as an underdog. Their last 50 as an underdog since the 2015 regular season finale. They're 39, 10 and one uh, against the spread. Western Michigan's lost three in a row, lost six of seven, only one win over an FBS opponent uh, this year, and the wrong team is favored, and I like the Eagles plus the three at home. B, uh, away from college football, I'm, I'll take I, it. I, we, I don't think we got into this last week, uh, but I thought maybe we could just touch on a, a mini recap. Did you put anything on UFC um, back, back on October 21st, last Saturday? Yeah, I lost on uh, Chemayev to win inside the distance, although he certainly had Usman's back most of the first round. Right. And, uh, there was some moments where I thought he might get the choke, but Us- I, I actually scored the fight for Usman. I had him winning the second and third round, and I did not give Chimaev a 10-8 in the first round because I didn't think he caused that much damage. Hmm. I mean, he obviously had control, but, I mean, I just feel like you need to at least draw a little blood on somebody. <laughs> well, speaking of drawing blood, what about that that main card? Um, yeah, it was good. Um, and you know, uh, Makachev, uh, wow. What a statement, uh, victory. And now I think he, he, he'll be in the mix, uh, to maybe go up to 170 after he gave, gave Volkanovsky a division below, uh, you know, two shots at it. Uh, maybe he'll get to go up and try to be double champ at, at some point. Um, 
So, yeah, good on him. But good on Volkanovski taking that fight on 11 days' notice. And I'm sure his bank account uh, reflects <laughs> that move as well. Uh, B, as we wrap up football for this week here, you've got a couple player props in the NFL that you like. First one, A.J. Brown over on those receiving yards. Yeah, I've hit this five weeks in a row, and I don't think I shared it with you guys because, you know, I, I didn't know DraftKings came out with these props so early, but it, it's 88 and a half this week, last five games, and this goes back, and remember the week two conversation right. we had with Jalen on the sidelines. Ever since then, he's been getting highly targeted, and he's had 131, 175, 127, 131, and 137. Five games in a row, so at least 127 all five times. So I'm going to just ride this until it bucks me off. And I also like Kyle Pitts over 34 and a half receiving yards. I've hit this one three in a row, although it was a three-hour sweat last week. <laughs> uh, they finally throw him the ball, his fourth target of the game, with like 30 seconds left. He gets 39-yard gain, sets up a game-winning field goal. I mean, this is not rocket science, Arthur. I was, uh, so, was yeah. going to say, B, fantasy owners everywhere are sweating out that Kyle Pitts bet with you. They're sweating <laughs> out that Kyle Pitts yeah. draft. <laughs> uh, Brian Edwards, Vegas Insider, we appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, fellas. Y'all have a great weekend. Hey, thanks, B. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Michael Brunson, Husker 24-7, as we kick off hour number three here on Herd Out Sports Radio.